friends, and welcome to our Halloween edition of Your Rainbow Reads podcast. So excited to be here on Halloween with you. My name is Holly. And I'm Susie. And actually, this is not that spooky. No, it's not that spooky. We're doing doing witches. We're going to talk about witches today and magic. I I want you to go ahead and um, go back and listen to our whole Halloween catalog because we really have highlighted a lot between this year and last year a lot of really good halloween spooky reads and you know it's still fall so i consider the fall to be a time to read horror books or suspense books to cozy up inside when it's getting a little cooler what is your favorite book that we have read for spooky season for this year yeah i'm gonna say that my favorite book that we've read this year I think my favorite book that we've read for Spooky Season, I'm going to have to go, and this wasn't actual, this was on our Haunted House episode, but I'm going to go with the September House. I really enjoyed that book immensely. I love that book Same. a lot. That's yeah, the yeah. absolute, I mean, well, it, it's scurching in probably to a close second is all it consumes us. So if you guys haven't read those books or you haven't listened, please go back and listen to those two episodes because they are so, so good. Yeah, I definitely agree. And for me, probably... The second book we're going to talk about later in this episode, which is The Ghosts of Hexes Past. Yeah, I have, first of all, and this question is based on the first book we're going to talk about today, which we have some mixed feelings on, I'm going to say, which is fine. I love when we have mixed feelings. A good debate is always a good thing. A question of the day. Okay. Let's say that you just started a job. Oh, gosh. I know. We don't really want to talk about that because we're both self-employed. But <laughs> we, let's say we just started a job and a coworker comes to us on our second day and says, guess what? I've been cursed. Oh, Would you gosh. try to help that person? Yes. You Girl, would? Yes. Yes. If it, I'm well, I mean, honestly, just because I like a good adventure, I know. Probably man. if some stranger walked up to me on the street and said they were cursed, I might like at least give it a little bit of thought to try and help. Like, I don't know how much I could help because if there was magic in the world and it did exist within us, I think I might be a muggle. Mm. So I don't know how much help I could be. Are we are we allowed to say muggle? We We can say muggle. Yeah, I don't think it's trademarked or anything. Yeah. And we're not talking about in any sort of problematic sense that could exist outside of the muggle and versus magician. No, I just would be the person that didn't have like really any magic within me probably. But I would, I would give it my best shot. Here's the thing about Susie. Honestly, (laughs) she's going to help you to the best of her ability. And even if there's not something that she can like tangibly do for help, you'll never find a finer moral support. You really (laughs) like. Thank you you so much. I will cheer you the fuck on. You will know someone has your back. I'll be like, I really fucking hope you get that curse off right now. Like, let's let's get that fucking curse off. Come on, (laughs) she will have you talked up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I am, if nothing else, a good hype man. Yes, you'll be out here like Rocky, being like, I'm gonna get my curse off. Yeah, but that also does not translate to actually being helpful in any kind of. tangible way 
to get the curse off. Would you, like, you actually have worked in, like, a setting where you had co-workers way sooner than I have. Would you have helped one of your co-workers? I'm sorry, no. Mm -mm. Oh, gosh. No. <laughs> no. I would be like, I have so much to do. I'm really sorry to hear about your curse. That's unfortunate. That sounds like an outside issue. That's unfortunate that you have, have a, a history and asshole management experience. I don't do that anymore. No, you're, you can just say, I just hope it doesn't affect your ability to do your job. Really. Right. Like I'm going to need for you to be on time though. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Y'all don't act well, like that. You guys, if anyone is cursed out there, you can send an email and I'll, I'll, I'll try to help you. I but, mean, you obviously, between the two of us, know who to at if you're yeah, cursed. It's for sure. But there is curses in this book. Yes. That we both, okay, I'll say I got to 40%. Okay. And this is called A Marvelous Light by Freya Marsk or Marsky. I don't know how to pronounce that last name. This book was drawn to my attention when I wandered upon a bookseller now we all have covered this before but just for everyone's reminders in atlanta we celebrate pride in october for one right. thing it's 117 degrees in june and also is, the yeah. place where we celebrate pride is called piedmont park and they don't want us traipsing all over their grass in june that's what i've always heard is the reason but either oh, way really? we double dip for pride we celebrate in june with the world yeah. we celebrate in october in reality so i went to pride pride weekend and tiptoed up to the bookseller and they had the second installment of this book which is sapphic called a restless truth and this is a sapphic mystery that occurs on a ship and we all know how i feel about books that occur on ships i love them looking at you into the drowning deep so i actually like those kind of books too right because you're yeah, on well, a ship. like you can't locked, leave and all that locked room mysteries are my my one of my top things i love a good fucking locked room mystery love okay. it perfect so i was chatting with the bookseller and i said hey do you need to have read the first one to read the second one because you know how i am you I can't cannot pick up reach midway it out through of a tale. and so he says yeah i think this is about the sister of one of the main characters or the first one mm. and so i said okay well then go ahead and give me the first one so i handed over my little cash and i left with a marvelous light and we were looking for a second witch book and here we are so we read this as our second witch book. Yeah. And I actually bought this when it first came out. I've had this for several years because now the whole trilogy is complete. I think yes. the last book just came out, you know, not too very long ago, I think. Yeah. And so I've had this. Number one, I will say, you know, I love a good cover. The cover to this is so awesome and beautiful. It immediately, like, I had to have it because it was so attractive i i did like i said i didn't get through it i only got about 40 percent in but that was enough i think for me to say what my thoughts are so far so this description is set in an alternative edwardian england this is a comedy of manners manor houses and hedge mazes including a magic infused murder mystery and a delightful queer romance this does say it's for friends for fans of bridgerton Who'd like to welcome magic into their lives okay so that's a great description of this book dead ass accurate i am unfortunately not a fan of bridgerton 
or of this time period. I'm not going to hold this against the book. It says it clearly in the description that this is for fans of Bridgerton. Same girl. I actually thought that I could sort of like, I am such a fan of magic. Like, I can hardly think of a magic book that we've read recently that I didn't really, really like. I like all the different kinds of magic systems that the worlds that people create. And I actually thought this one was interesting, albeit a little hard for me to kind of picture in my head. But like, I, do, I just, I don't, I guess I don't like this time period. I don't I like re- it either. I really, I really just don't like it. And I should know that because I couldn't care a whit about Bridgerton. Yeah. But I'm going to let the fact that I don't like this time period settle into my bones. So that we don't have to talk about it again on this podcast. But for all of you lovely listeners out there, I do want to tell you that if you like this time period, if you tend to like historic fantasy, historic supernatural stories, this is a book for you. This book was so well written. The plot is intricate. The characters are very time period appropriate in their dealings with one another, in their speech. To me, kind of a kind of a con, but to a lot of people, a pro, right? So, and like you said, the magic system um, was described in great detail. I thought the magic system was pretty cool, you know, and it, it it lines up with some of the other stories that we're familiar with. Some people have magic, and some people don't. And the people that don't don't know about the people that do, right? This is right. this is a thing. And so, the way this comes about is one of the characters gets cursed. And then suddenly knows about magic because, oh, I got a curse. Now I have to deal with my curse. So, yeah, it's a cute romance. And it was surprisingly spicy for the for the time period, just for the way that the rest of the book was written. When suddenly we started getting into like the three and a half, four stars, four pepper spicy. I was like, wow. Well, I I mean, just you saying that is going to keep me going then. Because I will say that I struggled I the the time period like I said is not really my jam and I also had a little bit of difficulty connecting to the magic system like I said I'm one of those kind of people that when I read I picture things in my head did you know not everyone fucking does that I don't do that that you don't Mm-mm. you don't see things in your head Mm-mm. oh my gosh that's that's so crazy to me like I can envision things in my head like if you say picture an apple like I'm picturing an apple in my my brain right now if you prompt me to picture an apple I can picture an apple but if I'm reading about a character that always kind of stuns me when you know on Instagram or stuff it's like oh this is what all the characters look like and I'm like I couldn't give a flip what all these characters look like I don't picture them in my head like that see that but there's there's like a, a spectrum of people and how they when they read whether they actually picture it I do picture it in my head and so I had a little bit of a difficult time connecting to the magic system and like picturing exactly what was happening I don't know if I was trying to get through it too quickly so I maybe skipped over something or whatever but I really do think the setting for me is a barrier to my enjoyment of the book yeah, And that doesn't have, I think it is incredibly, incredibly well written. And there's a lot of characters, which kind of adds to the flavor of the book that there's all a whole lot of characters. Yeah. I, 
I just personally, for me, I think the setting, like I said, is kind of a hindrance because I don't love the setting. But now that you said there's some spicy stuff. It gets chilly willy up in this book. It okay, really well, does. They start to set this Bridgerton on fire. Well, then I guess, because right now, as of at 40%, there hasn't been a droplet of spice. It gets there. Boy, okay. does it get there. Well, that's great. So knowing all this, and let me just say this, I'm not talking shit about this book not every book is going to be for everybody. And I think that's one thing that I would like to make clear. Just because it didn't resonate or connect with me doesn't mean that it is not an incredibly well-written book It is that a lot of people would like. Now, if it were like, not if it were poorly written or problematic, I would say that. It isn't any of those things. I just personally didn't connect with it because I think it's, I'm just not a huge fan of the time period. And also it was, the pacing was a little slow for me. Mm -hmm. That being said, I think a ton of people would like this book. And if you see the reviews, a ton of people do love these books. And I think that if you like the time period and you're a fan of magic, this would definitely be up your alley. And I'm not going to give it any stars or anything because I didn't finish it. Yeah. And I don't think that that would be fair. So what are your ratings? Okay, so for my rating, and again, this is because of my personal preference, I'm going to say this was like a, a 3.5 for me just because of my own personal enjoyment. Yeah. I think most people on Goodreads are rating this book a 4, even a 5. So that's that's the general consensus on this book, and I agree with them that that's probably a more accurate rating. Um, just because of the quality of the book. I think a lot of the characters were extremely witty. I think if you enjoyed this Bridgerton type humor, there was a lot of that in there. It's just not something that resonates with me. Well, and I and I think when you rate it, you're rating it whether you're not rating it whether you think other people would like it. Correct. You're rating like your feelings on it. And that's totally valid. Like, like I said, we all like different, like you're super into horror and whatever, which actually we decided maybe I am also Maybe into you horror. are too, but yeah, there are a lot of books that you wouldn't care one flip about. It doesn't mean they're not good books. And right. Books for- Be- I don't really like books that are horribly sad or angsty or whatever. That's, that's actually not my vibe, but like, and I do like historical fiction. A lot of times I just don't like necessarily this time period. Yep. So like we all just have different things that I mean, we like, and that's what is great. There is literally a book out there for everyone. And what was the, well, obviously the pride flags is going to be high. Pride flags. I mean, both of the main characters are are gay. So that's fantastic. That's awesome. To give this, um, just because you didn't read it and can't contradict me, I'm going (laughs) four chilies for this book. Okay, well, I am going to read it. And I expect to be chili peppered. To me, this was scorching and explicit. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that is good. So if you like the a little bit of magic with your historical fiction, go read A Marvelous Light. Oh, and it has um, great mystery and a cliffhanger at the end. So go go forth and read A Marvelous Light. Everyone will yes. love it, except for me. <laughs> and me. <laughs> Hello! Rainbow readers, we have some super exciting news. We have our first sponsor here on your Rainbow Reads. Yay! It's a great trans owned company called Homebody MN. 
And they are a book box subscription company that sends you a curated box of used books every quarter. You just go on their website and fill out their form with your likes and dislikes. You can even link your Goodreads page to it so they know what you've read already. And they will put a box together just for you with an emphasis on minority authors. So cool. So that's awesome. They also sell the best-selling 100% soy wax candles with the most clever names. We even got some. And what was one of them? Ours were Burn the Patriarchy and Let's Try a Matriarchy. So cool is that? It's so cute. And we have a special coupon code for our listeners to get what? They get 25% off their first box and just go on the website and type in Rainbow 25. Yeah, it's the website is www.homebodymn, as in Minnesota.com. And let's go support this great trans-owned company. Go get a box. The next book we have is one we, I think, we're both super excited about. I was so excited to get my hands on this book and it happened for me early because our lovely friend Lou Wilhelm did send us an advanced copy a little while ago and it's released the day this is coming out friends it's released today yeah so you can bounce right out and uh get your copy of this book this is the ghost of hexes past by Lou Wilhelm and it is the second in the Moondale witches series yes if you haven't read the first in the moondale witches series and i know let me handle a little business because i said last week that we were going to re-release our witches from last year i got confused about the dates y'all i didn't realize what (laughs) week it was so i apologize for saying that and then not doing it here's what i want you to do if you didn't hear our review for the hex next door yet just go ahead and push the little pause button go back to last year, get our Sapphic Witches episode from Halloween, listen to that, and then come back. That's all you got to do. It's out there for you. It's not like I didn't, it's not like I had deleted it forever. It's out there. Go listen to it if you want to listen to it. But anyway, so we did cover the Hex Next Door last year. We loved it. It was on my top 10 for the year. And so this is the follow-up to that book. It We revisit Russ and as and everyone else that we love so much in Moondale. I will say, you know, I had a little bit of beef with our friend Lou because the ending of this, the first one, I do not, I do not like a cliffhanger. Yeah. I I don't. I'm just going to say I like shit to be wrapped up, which is fucked because so many of the books that we have read, I'm looking at you, Shadow Cabinet and Mm. Her Majesty's Royal Coven. Man, stare that book down because that book is the one. I mean, I am looking at you. They end on massive cliffhangers. Now, um, the first one, The Hex Next Door, it didn't end on a massive cliffhanger, but, and I don't want to give it away, so I can't really tell you why it made me persnickety, but let's just say it left me wanting. Susie wanted more kissing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you. I did. And I was like, the fuck? These characters are so hot for each other. Why is there not more kissing? Why? She wanted more kissing. It was a lovely romance. Yes. Yes. And not everyone is a smut whore like me and wants there to be kissing. That's fine. This book 
satisfied everything in me. It was so good. I loved it so much. I loved it so much. It was so lovely. And I've said this about The Hex Next Door. I just love the writing style of this book. I love how the house is a character. The familiars are characters. Some of the characters are just so intriguing. There's a lot of angst in this book. You know, it's up and down. It's not it's not a it's not a clear cut happily ever after. So it's it's just a super, super intriguing story to me. I love the magic system. I love the the intrigue. It's all just great. I absolutely love that the house is a character. And if any of you have any other recommendations where the house is a character, please send them my way because I realize in this book that I fucking love that trope where yeah. the house is sentient or like rooting for the people or even you know like in the September house maybe not so friendly I rooting like that. against the people yeah I like that too I think that that's so fun um and interesting and I love that it adds like another another character to the book but Lou does a really good job of fleshing out her characters and not making them Mm one-dimensional even though russ is clearly the hero of this book she's definitely flawed and she's not all perfect and just so she has her shared struggles in this book which i love yeah this one was really good it actually didn't it it was did not end up the way i thought it was gonna go and that makes me so happy makes me happy too when I can't, I don't like it when I can figure things out. I think I've said that before. I read so many thrillers and mysteries. I don't want to figure it out. And I intentionally try not to because that kind of ruins it for me. But this one was great. It was surprising and interesting. And the plot moved right along. I think I read it in 24 hours. Another point I'd like to make, I don't typically like kids in books. Like, if there's a kid in the book, a lot of the time I'm like, and eh, this isn't negative for me. I don't really, I don't connect so well with children as yeah. part of the plot. The kids in this book are a delight. Do you agree? I do. I think they are great. And I also think that it adds, like, as a mother, a layer of intensity because Russ is really, you know, fighting for her, um, the well-being of her kids. Yeah, And this continues the story from the first book that they're trying to form their own coven. And I also like it because there's a lot of found family in this book. Yes. And, you know, that is that is my all-time favorite trope forever and ever. Amen. And I love it. And this is incredibly well done. The friends group is great. And they all love each other so much. Even the guy that doesn't really love Russ all that much he's I goes, love that character I do too I is it Greer is that yeah character? Greer yeah. yeah he I love it that he she chaps the fuck out of him and yet yes. he's still gonna go to bat for her and try to help her out and there's polyamory in here I love that too I love that representation I think that that was incredibly well done too and also not that big of a deal made of it which I also like um that it seems like this town just welcomes everyone and doesn't get like you know it's not weird it's kind of the reason I like Schitt's Creek too because David being Pan and Schitt's Creek was just what it was there was no like big deal made of it even in the small town and I think that's 
so awesome. Yeah, good to see. It is good to see. So what did you rate this book? Man, I rated this book five stars, just like I rated the last book five stars. Same. I just love how Lou tells this story. The characters are amazing. The story's so full of humor. It's just, it's a it's a great, great series. I can't wait to for the next one. Well, you're going to have to probably wait a whole nother year. It'll be probably next Halloween if 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 Lou continues on this same pattern. So maybe I'll get it right around August, hint, hint. <laughs> definitely i also gave it five stars and also five pride flags for sure yes five pride flags for sure how many chili peppers does this one get i would say like a half okay i'll give it one just because i'm feeling generous with my chilies today yeah you're you're really throwing those chilies out there if you guys haven't read any of lou's books go out and get you one i think she has another one of her books that is from a different series that we read like the prequel to yeah of love and ruin yeah and that's also coming out here if it isn't already it's coming out very very soon yeah we'll be talking about the the uh that book on a future episode as well for sure because i really liked of love was it of love and ruin yeah yeah well i think the first one the that's like labeled like 0.5 or zero or something was called of wreckage and loyalty i think oh my gosh yeah you're right okay of loyalty and wreckage yeah sorry love and ruin is the new one right yes okay okay so first get loyalty and wreckage then get love and ruin yeah and those are your assignments and go go read lou she's really great and her world building is stellar you really won't find better honestly you really won't it's incredible so we're wrapping up our Halloween, our spooky season books. I know much to your dismay. Yeah, I'm going to keep reading some. If anyone out there has any recommendations, you can reach us on Your Rainbow Reads on Instagram. Don't reach out to us on Twitter or X. I don't go there anymore. I I need to figure out how to shut that down. But go to Instagram or yourrainbowreads at gmail.com. Yeah, and also, if you have any recs for some cozy, either cozy fantasy or cozy sci-fi, any of those kind, send those our way because that's what I want to be reading in November. Yeah, but, we're definitely feeling that vibe lately, so send those. If you if you wrote one, great. If you read one, awesome. Just send it our way. Let us know, what, let us know what's out there in the cozy um, fantasy, even cozy. Is there cozy sci-fi, cozy there horror? Is. A song for their yeah. wall built. It's cozy sci-fi. There we are. That's one of the best books of the year for me, for sure. I don't want to speak too soon, but I do think A Prayer for the Crown Shy may be in the top slot for me. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Yep. So if you have any that are like of that ilk, I would love them. Maybe I'd love them too. Send them our way. We'd love to hear Definitely. it. Definitely. And enjoy your Halloween, friends. I hope you get lots of candy. And Go if out you there don't... and scare somebody and get some candy. Exactly. And we will see you very, very soon. Take care out there. Bye.